guys. What's it's, up? <laughs> it's Ali and Theo, and we're back with another episode. Episode number six of Ooh. the Undecided Gen Z. We're so close to that golden seven number. Seven is the number that they all say that with a podcast, you either make or you break. Are we going to make it? I think we're going to make we're, it. I mean, maybe. We've, we've been a bit rough. I feel like we haven't spoken in so long. True. But and you might die. Well, that's the big topic of today. Um, But just before we get into that, I'm Theo. I'm 18. I'm a thriving young adult. I graduated last year. I'm currently on a gap year trying to find myself. Find out your direction in life. And who are you? I'm Ali. I'm a dropout, multiple occasions. Um, Two times. I'm finally finishing year 12, hopefully anyway. And I'm just living my life and figuring out what I want to do also, but... Having to study at the same time. Yeah. So essentially we're borderline adults slash teenagers giving out ill-informed perspectives on the world and our own worlds. And your world. Send us in questions to the undecided Gen Z at gmail.com. Yes, we want those oh. questions. We want those advice. Yes, we want to give it to you. We want to help you guys or our new Instagram. Oh, we got a new Instagram. So you can DM us if you'd like. A hundred percent. Go go DM us. Go comment on our photos. Yes. Let us know what you want to hear. What are you facing in the world? We just want to help. Because I realised, we're Gen Zs, we're not baby boomers, no one's sending emails. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're telling ourselves because we go to emails. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> um, but that is disgusting. What? Theo, I think, has a problem putting his chewy everywhere. Why is that First, disgusting? First, your mum sends you texts, like, Theo, why okay. is there chewy everywhere? Then yeah. I look down at where our, like, microphone is sitting, and Theo has, like, placed yes. his chewy okay. gum on it. But where else am I going to put it? In the bin? But I want it after the podcast. It's, it's, oh my god, I just can't. I can't. Do you want me to put it in my mouth and I'll be going, num, 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 all, no, all episodes? Just, like, I get, can a, do that. get a new piece of chewy after. Look, some of us are on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, but we've, it's been a while since we ca- caught up. Yeah, I've been to Vietnam. Yeah, and I've been nowhere. Having breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's been like two, three weeks. Two weeks? No, a week. So I feel like we've got no, a, two weeks. a lot a week. to catch up on. Yeah, we have a lot. Um, and also quite a big announcement to make. Do we? What? Yeah, this could potentially be our last ever podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, way to get dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't really want to start with the bad news, but we may as well just go into it so we can get it out of the way. Um, I might have a terminal illness. Oh my god, you are so overdramatic. He just, I might. You don't. Mine is like, that's when I was like dying those years. No, the point is I wasn't dramatic and now look where I am. I'm potentially dying. You're not dying. If you were dying, you wouldn't be here right now. Uh, You'd be in the hospital. Let me, no, 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 no. You obviously haven't been doing your... I literally was the one who took you to the doctors. You don't have rabies. (laughs) Let me take us back. So we're in Vietnam, having the time of my life, solo traveling, backpacking, living it up, trying exotic foods. And he decides to pet a cat. Who pets animals in a foreign country? Can you not get so attacking this early in the podcast? (laughs) Um, So if you don't know, I really love cats. I'm a big um, advocate for cats because I feel like they don't get enough love. And because you don't have one Um, yourself. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I realized the other day I was thinking I was lying in bed and I was like, "Ooh, wouldn't it be nice to have a cuddle for my cat?" Yeah. And then I went back through my Instagram posts and I realized it's been four years since my cat died. <laughs> and I was like, I should probably consider letting it go sometime soon. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but I really like cats because everyone hates them. 
I love cats. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, good job. Yeah, but most people like dogs, dogs, cats are trash. No, cats are I the best. You know why? Independence. Yes, independence. They're so sassy and confident in yeah, themselves. Yeah, and then like you literally put food out, they can yep. feed themselves, yep. they know what oh. they want. They'll come cuddle you if you want, Oof. but then they'll go do their own thing. Like, yep. that is what I want. Oh, love it. Whereas dogs just like, meh, meh, feed me. Like, you always have to take care of them. You can't just leave Awful. them at home for weeks. No, yeah. I mean, I do like dogs as well. Oh, yeah. But I just like, but, like cats, support cats. Cats need more, like, love. yeah, more yeah. love, more appreciation. Agreed. Thank you. Glad we're on the same wavelength. So I'm in this hostel, and they have a hostel, hostel cat. Um, oh it's just a cute God. little white cat. It was so lazy, always sleeping around. Um, and of course, I had been avoiding animals. Like I would see a dog in the distance and I'd like run the other way because I was kind of scared about rabies. And I was like, I'm just going to avoid animals at all costs. Stop. <sighs> you probably should have got a rabies injection no, no, before no. you went. Well, I'm surprised you don't know this being the daughter of a um, doctor. Nurse. But go off. <laughs> no, no. But what they do is they say you don't get you don't get the rabies injection before you go because it's so rare and expensive. So, um, oh no, you actually can't get an injection before. Yeah, you can. Okay, well, I don't know. But, um, so what happens is you get the bitten and then you're supposed to go straight to a doctor. Get the bitten. (laughs) (laughs) You go straight to a doctor and then they give you the stuff and you can prevent it. But if you don't go straight to a doctor, it's 99.9% fatal. Yeah. So I'm playing with this cat one day. Um, I'm warming up to it. Everyone's like, oh, you're obsessed with the cat. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's me and the cat. We're like besties. We've got this connection. Yeah, it actually kept running away. And I was like, no, you're mine. And one time I'm playing with it, and it's been quite a while, and I'm like running around with it in my arms, like putting it on people's necks. No wonder it bit you. Um, And it like wants to get down. And I'm like, no, no, Mocky, it's your dad. Don't leave me. And it spins around and like bites my finger. Of course. Well, if I was that cat, I would want to bite you too. <laughs> okay. Um, and usually I am quite dramatic with these kind of things. Um, what does that look? <laughs> it just goes like, you always say you're not the dramatic one and I am. No, well, Here you are you saying know, you're dramatic. Yeah, but I'm a bit more reasonable than you, I feel like. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, because it, it didn't penetrate my skin and I thought rabies... Is like when you get a big bite or you get a big scratch and the and cat's blood. like foaming at the yeah, yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just bit my finger. There was no penetration. Um, and this penetration, love that word. Of course you do. <laughs> and um, this girl that I made friends with at the hostel was like, oh no, it bit me a couple of days ago. It's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. She's probably dead now. Maybe. I haven't heard from her since. Mm. So anyway, I leave it. Don't think about it ever again. But over the next few days, these weird things start happening to my body. And I'm like the most fine person ever. I never take medication. I've never been to the doctor. You never wear moisturizer or deodorant. That's it. That's another discussion. <laughs> um, but like I woke up one... No, I didn't wake up, which was weird. But my neck was suddenly... You just didn't re- wake up. <laughs> Soon. My neck was so stiff. And then one day my arm was spasming. And then one day I started getting these mad headaches. I never have headaches ever. I'm like, what is going on? Um... And there's a couple of other weird sicknessy things. So, of course, you Google it, right? Well, I Knowing do Google you. it. No, I Google... So, then I'm like, all right, well, what are the symptoms of rabies? Just to be, like, just to check it out. So, I Google symptoms of rabies. All these things are symptoms of rabies. I'm like, neck stiffness. <gasps> I literally had neck stiff all yesterday. And I'm like, okay, now it's fine, it's fine. It's whatever. It didn't penetrate me. I'm being dramatic. Because I know I don't want to be one of those people that looks up the th- symptoms and self-diagnoses. Mm-hmm, right? But so, I'm like, whatever. No, I didn't. I forgot about it. And I was like, that's fine. So I returned to Australia. I'm at work. It's about like a week later, six days maybe. Um, keep in mind, you're supposed to get the first injection the day it happens, within 24 hours. So I had six days and suddenly my hand had been like tingling and like spasming, not seriously spasming, but it would just like twitch. 
and it was tingling and it felt like it had pins and needles in it. I'm like, what the heck? So I look up symptoms of rabies again and I see tingling feeling in the body part where it happened. And I'm like, <laughs> this? And I look at my hand and I remember that's the exact hand where the cat bit me. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of scary. So he messages me. So I message you and I message a couple of other people and it's you start freaking out and you're like, you need to go to the doctor. I'm like, of course, if you think you have it, yeah, you go you're to the, the doctor. you're the one that freaked out. I me was... not knowing that it didn't actually leave a bite. No, well... He <laughs> didn't tell me that it literally <laughs> didn't leave a bite or anything. So I'm going, why haven't you gone to the doctor yet? Because like, rabies is yeah, like, you're like you fatal. need to go. And I'm like, no, it's you fine, need I'll go to after go work. Right you're like, just go, go now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, do I need to go? Um, eventually I get home because I wanted to speak to my, my, one of my parents first, talk to my dad. And he like starts freaking out. He's like, well, when do you have to get the injection? And I was like, you know, usually within the first day. He's like, what are you talking about? Why didn't you go to the doctor? Go to the doctor right now. And he's like kind of panicky, like on the Google, like searching doctor appointments. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so fortunately there was one. And I go down and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I have rabies, but I just want to be sure. It's better to be safe than sorry. And the lady's like checking my temperature. She checks my pulse. She like looks up and down my hand and she's like, look, <laughs> there's no cuts. There's no redness. Your symptoms, you have like no symptoms, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, okay, thanks. And I felt stupid, waste of $30. So I leave. Yeah. So I forget about this whole rabies situation. Nothing's going on, right? But somewhere in this mix of timeline, I got bitten by an animal, like another animal. Like an insect, not an animal. <laughs> okay. You know if an animal bit you, okay. come on, like an insect. Right, so, I got bitten by this animal so and I didn't even realise. It was realize. probably a spider while I was sleeping. Um, so it bit me, and one time I'm at the dinner table with my family, and I'm like, it's like a pin by a spider, is this just a pimple? Because it was like a little red spot with like a blister, a small blister covered, and it was like a liquid filled, a teeny little blister thing. Um, and my parents were both like, it's just a pimple. So I popped it, and liquid came out. It was just like a small red spot. But then within the next couple of days, it started to like expand into this gross, scabby thing. I can confirm it was, it still is yeah. hideous. <laughs> it was like, and it was getting bigger and like red and like around red it. red around and it, sticky. red going up and down. Yeah. And usually the scabs start to like fade away after a couple of days, but it was just growing and growing. And like I started to forget that it wasn't like a big scrape or anything. It was just like this pimple that turned into like this crazy scab. So we were out, right? I'm going to tell this part of yeah, the story because you I've are been so... talking too much. <laughs> go. We were out in like Melton and Theo's like, yeah, I just need a bandit. I'm like, Theo, it looks infected. You need to go to the doctors. He's like, no, like no way. I'm like, Theo, come on. So. Well, Ali goes to the doctor for like every little Of cough, course, because like, my mom's a cough, nurse cough. and I'm always having infections. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, what else am I going to do? Just yeah, die. Yeah. So like, I know symptoms. Trust me. So his thing looks infected. It looks gross. Like you need to go. So we go to the treatment room. You go in. I'm like, no, I need to book an appointment. Ali's like, stop. I'm just going to walk in. Yeah, because like she my mom. She walks in and she's like, give me a doctor. Because <laughs> my mom works there. So I'm like, I know this system. Like, I know what to do. Yeah, yeah. So I get Theo in. He goes to the doctor. What happened? Well, what's wrong with so him? I what do you want no, now? No, no. What? What? Huh? what are you saying that for? No, so I walk in you and I sit down. You didn't think I was right. Remember, we haven't thought about the rabies in days and days. Yes, we The have. rabies is old news at this point. So I walk in. I sit down in the chair. Um, and the doc- this lady comes up to me. Nurse. A nurse or something. Yeah, this nurse, random nurse. nurse and she's like... Oh, is this the rabies? Yeah, because like, my mom told everybody yeah, the doctors. I was like, yeah, the rabies? What do you mean the rabies? No, this is like unrelated. Then another nurse comes up and she's like, is this where the cat bit you? Is this the scar? And I was like, no, no, there's no scar. This is like, what rabies? What This is this is about something completely different. <laughs> this was my fault. And this other nurse comes up to me and she's like, 
Um, so Theo, I spoke to, um, I spoke to a doctor at some higher hospital and he thinks you should go on rabies medication because sometimes it doesn't even need to leave a mark. You can have like an invisible bite, which inserts rabies into, and it might be a bit too late, but we're going to get you on the medication just in case. Yeah, because she's a travel nurse, so like, she knows what she's talking about. What is going on? This it's just a freak... precaution. It no, doesn't mean you no, have rabies. Stop, so here stop. you are going, is the rabies going to kill me or is the spider bite? Like, bitch, you don't have There's, rabies. The doctor was scared. He was like, you no, need to get on this. No, she was not. <laughs> no, the one she spoke to. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm confused because there's three people around me. And I'm like, I just need to get this spider bite. Like, what's going on? And then they all flee off. Like, the lady gives me an injection on the spot. And she's like, come back in three days in a week. I'm like, what the? Okay, this is great. Well, it was free, which is a nice thing because usually it's 400 bucks, which was quite a bonus. Yeah, but um, he'd already been bitten, so they were like, mm, mm, yeah. let's use him as an experiment. <laughs> True. Because the thing is with rabies, you need it straight away. Um, and symptoms don't usually start showing bad symptoms for like a couple weeks. Yeah, like three weeks. So I'll probably have, um, I could have between 10 days to two years. Oh my God. So I've already crossed 10 days. So, so No, I'm just, no, it's no, not like listen, they... <laughs> listen. I just, I don't want to run around being like, I'm dying, I'm dying. I, I've just kind of accepted it to myself. You just accepted that you're dead. That, that no. This is your last couple of no, months. No, I'm just making the most of the life I have. Because yeah. I don't know when I could die. It could be 10 days, it could be 2 years, it or could be 80 years. it could be not for a long time because you don't have rabies. Yeah, but we don't know that. <laughs> I'm just like really sad for my parents. Oh. I feel like it would be really hard for them. <laughs> you're so dramatic. <laughs> and people call me dramatic. I, she... Okay, I'm not being dramatic. I just am prepared that I have rabies. Yeah. Um, anyway, then the doctor comes and he's like, I don't know what this spider bite is. He's asked me all these questions. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Did you tell him that you had stiffness in your neck and stuff? No, because I, mm-hmm. I forgot that that could have been related to the spider. But now I'm on medication. I've got a spider infection. Yes, it's infected. I've got rabies. And I've got this like, awful cold. I've got you a terrible cold. You have rabies. You don't have a terrible cold. Been... Oh. <laughs> nah, I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, so I've had a bit of an alley week. Hasn't been fantastic. Um, an alley yeah, week. Yeah, Vietnam that, we was make good. That thing. An it's, alley week. But it was. But I was literally on, the week before. I was like, I just got a new car. I just got a new job. You just. I'm going went to Vietnam, and I get back, and suddenly, your life dead, dead, diseased, diseased. Three, three doctor trips in. I've never been before. Two. No, I went before Vietnam to <laughs> get the job. <laughs> so I'm counting that. Anyway, that's been my exciting news. Um, so just be prepared if we don't, if one week we don't upload a podcast, I've probably gone into serious treatment or I've turned into a rav- savage. Don't worry, guys. I'll just replace him and use somebody else. I'm a psycho. Yeah, and who's going to edit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. So that's my exciting news. Oh, that's great. I love that for you. <laughs> I love that now you know how I feel when I get sick. Talk to me when, <laughs> talk to me when you have a terminal illness with two years left to live. Did you, were you the one who thought you had a brain tumour? Oh, yeah. Yeah, did you remember that? Oh, my goodness, you had your brain tumour and you're actually going to die. Yeah, well, it wasn't a brain tumour, thank God. But, like, for a couple of hours, we thought it was a brain (laughs) tumour. Oh, okay. You are one insane woman. Exactly. Anyway, you, so what's been going with you? School updates? Are you still having breakdowns? Any love life? Of course. Have you got yourself a man? Glow politics boy? Oh, my God. Trust me, you'd know. Everybody would know. (laughs) Yeah, we, we, we would know. Um, so my life. Okay. Where to start? So, like, as soon as you left, my life went downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny, because I think before I left and we had a conversation, you were like, this is the darkest I've ever been. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nah, it got worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, just, I... 12. 
Okay, we get it. I still year 12. No need to rub it in. Um, School? (laughs) I got sick. Well, first I got overwhelmed, really anxious. Then I got really sick for like a week and I was off for a week of school. And it wasn't really sick, okay? I'm being dramatic. It was a cold. But like, (laughs) I was like coughing, like, you know, when your nose is just... So I was like, I'm not going to school. Cough. Okay. Um, And my nose was just running and I was a mess in like school. So then I decided to drop out. Okay. Don't drop out. I'm going part- I don't know why I'm still shocked when I hear you say that, but go on. Part-time. So I'm like doing- Stop. So I'm doing like a couple of subjects and then my uni course still, which is good. And I think it's better for me because like now I'm not as stressed and like- What do you mean by part-time? Is that- Wait. So so I'm still going four days a week. So you'll be doing it next year too? Yeah. But it's not really, it's not even, like, two years. And, like, lots of people are doing an RMIT. And, like, I can't handle it. And, like, I thought this year was going to be completely different. Like, I was like, I'm going to be so good. Like, my mental health is going to be. But, like, Ali, who was I kidding? Like, it's not really changed that much. Like, little things have changed, but not a lot. So that's what I'm doing. Um, Global politics guy is. Wait, wait. Before you move on. I wonder. Me trying to skip it over. (laughs) The next topic. That's insane. No, but I wonder if like it will help you because you'll have more time to relax and like focus on your mental health and do other things or will it be worse? Will you, no, no, I'm just interested in like your final results. Will you end up with worse results because there's less pressure and you just kind of too relaxed? Either way it could go there. <laughs> Either way. Now no, that's really, that's exciting. That's interesting. Is it exciting? Well, you're doing part time. So you'll technically be doing your 12 over four years. Two years. Three. No, two. We're not counting last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, moving on. Global politics guy is no longer global politics guy. He's For a start. His boyfriend he... guy. Oh, I wish. He oh. left global politics. What? I know. It was devastating. What? We had no classes together. But then, plot twist, I left global politics too. <laughs> I'm doing global politics wait, wait, next wait. year. You left global politics to chase him into his new class? No. I oh. left global politics because I'm going part-time, so I do get oh, next yeah. year. So, I have no classes with him. It's kind of devastating. Aren't your lockers nearby? Yeah, but like, I'm awkward. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, life's great. So, I'm just living living life. Did you have like a big farewell? Like, a goodbye. big farewell? No. I just want to say I've enjoyed these classes with you so much. No. <laughs> I just went to school one day and he wasn't in the class. And then I saw that he walked into the business class and I was like, oh. Well, go to business um, then. I am not doing business for a start. <laughs> but I just got invited, look at me being social, <gasps> to this 18th party <gasps> that somebody from RIT and yeah. he is also invited. <gasps> oh. So get excited. He hasn't oh. said he's going yet. I haven't said I'm going yet. He's probably waiting for me to say something. Probably. Click going. Um, no. So that's really exciting. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't actually know if I like him. I think I just like everybody I meet. So that's <laughs> interesting. So when's his party? I don't know, soonish. Oh. I don't know, but like I don't even know his personality. So I like I was talking to a friend today. Who cares? The brunch, we can't and be I don't actually at this know point. him. So like, am I just in love with everybody I find attractive from a glance? Yes. Do I actually like any of them? Like today, I thought this guy was really attractive. That I like, I went to school with him and like we went out for coffee and stuff. And I was like, oh my god, I could totally date him. He's so attractive. Who? Um, we went out to coffee with him and a friend. Um. And then his personality, like, I was like, you know, we don't just don't click. Yeah, right. So I'm like, no. Uh, okay, at this point, we don't have 
We don't have time to be picky about personality. We just okay, what are you trying to say here? <laughs> no, no, that's that's cute. Yeah. I'm proud of you for deciding to focus on yourself rather than these silly boys. Did I say that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can we play back? Because I don't think I said that. Like, I think I'm still going to care about everything else. Um, but yeah. Oh, speaking of boys that I fall in love with. Uh, so, I was on the train. Yeah, a, yeah. A friend. Coming back from school. Yeah, yeah, coming back from school and right, the train lines got crossed. We're tired, we're... Oh, can you not <laughs> tell my story for me? So, the trains got, like, changed. So, I wouldn't have yeah. been on this train if my train didn't get cancelled. Think of that. So, this must be fate. So, I'm on this train with this friend who I haven't talked to in a while and, like, I get on this train on this carriage and there is the most attractive guy sitting there. And I was sitting in the seat... And I must have, I don't know what I've been doing, but he asked me, he's like, oh, is this your seat? Because it's like a carriage what? or like a train that has like reserved seats. Like Did he just tickets. get on and sit on it? No, he... no, he was already there what? in his seat. So no, it was oh. like a ticket. Yeah. Oh, it's so like you, you come along and then he's like. Yeah, no, no. But I was sitting in a seat like near him, but like oh, I, I must. Yeah. Were you doing your staring thing again? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like looking at him. I must have been looking at him or something. And he's like, oh, is this your seat? And I'm just like. I'm thinking, like, what the hell? Like, why is he asking? Yeah, yeah. Is he in love with me? Like, he's going to offer me his seat. Like, I'll, are we engaged? Um, I'd say so. And I was like, no, like, it's, no, it's fine. Like, and my friend tells me it's probably because I was staring at him for, like, five minutes. Oh <laughs> so he probably thought I was, like, looking at um, him, like, what the fuck are you doing in my seat? Like, but uh, that's... You come along and you're like... Yeah, I was literally like, just going, oh my god, he is most attractive. I want him, I want him. Oh my god, you stop. <laughs> but basically, yes. So you got his number, clearly. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, we're getting a drink tomorrow night. Like, yeah. Well, so you're not, wait, does that mean you're not usually on this train line? No. So I probably never see him again. Oh. Uh, I don't think it would have worked out because I was a bit of a creeper to begin with. Um, yeah, but you were like... Boys like a confident woman. Do they? Do they like women who uh, stare at them from afar? Actually, I kind of like non, not, not confidence. Well, not confidence, but like I don't want you to shoot your shot too hard. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Well, then how are you supposed to know that they like you? If you don't no, shoot No, no, actually, shot... I do. I change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to have a type. <laughs> we don't have time to be picky here. So, yeah, that's just another little awkward thing that happened. So, this isn't the start of Train Boy? No, it's not. It's not the tra- start of any boy, actually. I'm just I'm just waiting, staring at people. No, I'm holding out for the boy you had brunch with today. No, 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 no. <laughs> and it wasn't brunch. It was coffee with a friend, and I just tagged along, and I I don't vibe. I don't feel anything. Like, he's attractive. Well, every boy's attracted to me in a certain way, I guess. All right, well, fine. We can cancel that one. <laughs> yeah, he's off the list. There's ten more to go through. Jeez. Um, so I thought we might jump. We might as well jump to a couple of viewer questions at the moment because we've got some juicy ones. It has been a few weeks um, sent in to us. Yes. So we'll cut to a couple of questions before we move on to anything else. Um, so we didn't. We decided not to have any, any sort of topic for this podcast just because we've got. And I'm sorry. I know on. we did say friends, and I did do that poll. <laughs> I feel really bad, but. It just didn't work out. Um, um, but we had this one, which I loved. It's from Ebony H. And she said, Hey, Theo and Ellie, for school, I have to do a research project to be able to pass year 11. So I choose to do my project on euthanasia as not many people actually know what euthanasia is and the process of it all. I wanted to ask you about your own opinion on euthanasia as everyone here has their own opinion. So I'm wondering what you think about it. Do you think euthanasia should be legalized worldwide? Why? Why not? 
And then she said, also keep up the great work as I love listening to podcasts as they also interest me and I love spreading the word around and helping you both get out there. I'm proud of you both as not many people talk about these issues and I'm glad you both are brave enough to talk about these topics. Aww. Oh, okay. I'm not going to read it all, but this is the Oh my God, stop. Emma. Am I crying? I think I'm, I'm crying. crying. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. That's so oh, So if you actually like to send in emails, please send in emails oh, because so they mean like everything. So I'm not going to be able to finish this that. He's actually tears. tearing up. <laughs> um, so euthanasia. So basically voluntary killing, voluntary suicide. So it's when you have the option to go to a doctor and you say, let me down, I'm ready to go, and they give you an injection or something. Like, if you've got something wrong with you, like, you're paraplegic, or, like... Yeah, is it anything? only if, you're like, you're really old or you have an issue? What's yeah, the requirements? Yeah, I think so. I don't think you could just go, like, me now okay. and be like, can you just kill me? <laughs> like, I don't think that would be viable. Yeah, so what do you think about it? I think it's... I want it to happen. I want it to be legal everywhere. I think it's the best thing that could happen. <laughs> what? Because, like, when people are suffering and they've had... And they're dealing with these things like maybe mm. terminal illness or like um, they've become quadriplegic or paraplegic. Like they get the decision to when they want to end this life. If they don't want to live like that, why should they? You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. somebody's like choosing to kill them. They're going and they get to plan when they want to and how it happens. And like if you get to say goodbye to people and they get to put everything in place. Like I think it's like the best. Yeah. I feel like... Of course you're going to disagree. <laughs> no. I feel like you disagree No, 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 no. Because my immediate reaction was, I mean, why not like let people choose their own way? Because people want to, people want to do it. Who cares? Like, why does it matter to us if they want to die because they're suffering or anything? But then I actually looked it up because I was like, I want to know why people think they shouldn't do it. And I was like, oh. I was, I, so there's actually a couple of good points which I read here. Um, well, first... Instead of just ending suffering, you end up, like, transferring it to other people. So you're like, no, no, I, w- I want to end it. I want to end it. So you d- decide to end yourself, and then the rest of your family has to, like, suffer yeah, the consequences of your death. Yeah, but it's not their decision. Death. Who cares? Like, I think if they're your family and stuff, they should be respectful of what you want to do. Have you not watched me before you? That's all I've got to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> let them do what they want to do. It may be... Awful, but, it may really yeah, hurt you, okay, but like it's their decision, it's, it, it's, their, it's life. their life, and how are they supposed to deal yeah. with that problem forever? Like, you know what I mean? Especially yeah, but, if they've lived a healthy life and now they can't do the things that they used to love, like, how devastating would that be? But then there's also the point that um, people might start to feel the pressure to end themselves, like, they'll start feeling themselves to be a burden to their families and to the doctors, and like, I don't want to waste their time. If they wanted to kill themselves, they could kill themselves. That's all I've got to say. No, but if it's, like, an option, and we start to really normalise suicide as an option... Like, well, it's not suicide. No, no. Yes, it is. It's voluntary suicide. No, it's not. You're choosing to kill yourself. Yeah, but it's... No, but listen, you're, you're lying in hospital, and people, your family have to come in every day to visit you, and they're giving you, like, support, and the doctors are, like, trying to figure out what to do. They're spending so much time on you... I feel like lots of people would start to feel like they're being a burden and they'll be like, you know what, just... And maybe the doctor mentions it, like, you know, you know, um, euthanasia is an option if you ever want it. And maybe family members, like, would start to, like, hint it to you, potentially, so you feel the pressure to do it because it is an option and it's so normal. I get that. But that I makes still issues. disagree. Because I don't think it would ever be that normalised. Like, dying really? won't be that normalised ever. I think it could easily get to the point where it is. Maybe in like years, but we'll be dead by climate change by we'll then. We'll be dead. <laughs> um, but also, then it kind of like doesn't encourage doctors to try find find um, solutions for these issues. Oh, uh, yeah. 
And like, well, it stops them from learning compassion and stuff because they're like, you know what, this is the option, just do this. If you're paraplegic or quadriplegic or something like that, there is no cure. These, no, yeah. we're talking about euthanasia oh. for the thing that there is no cure for. No, but terminally, it'll be like, there's no cure for cancer, but there's stuff. There you, is no cure for yeah, cancer. Yeah, but there's stuff you can do to fix yeah, it. Yeah, of course. But after you've tried that for ages yeah. and ages and ages, and you've tried every different thing and you're just exhausted with life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I get, I get it. I get it, and I understand. I would probably but... still vote for it to be a thing, though. I would definitely vote for it, hundred percent. In other news, um, and you just mentioned like briefly a second ago, climate change has been a big issue <laughs> issue big, at the moment. Big issue at the moment. We kind of talked about it last episode, but did we? Yeah, we were like climate change is so bad. Oh yeah, and I always say that we need to die. But you know what I realised. Nobody knows anything about climate change. I don't know what climate change is. Yeah. No, I do. Well, I mean, no, it's like the earth heating up and stuff, but like... Because of the carbon dioxide. Why don't we learn learn this? I have. I don't know what school you went to. Okay, tell me what it is. Okay, I'll tell you. Carbon emissions are hitting the ozone layer and is breaking the ozone layer. So heat is seeping through to the earth and the icebergs and everything is melting. And why is that an issue? Because the um, water levels of rise will rise... That's just one thing. And um, the earth doesn't know how to deal with it. So the heat, like there's more earthquakes, there's more things because it's all out of whack, basically. Okay, you've not done a good job of convincing me that this is an issue. That's rude. Um, But I thought this was really interesting because I wanted to bring this up anyway because I was in Vietnam. (gasps) So I saw everyone post everywhere about um, the climate change, like student rallies. You know, people were walking out for climate change and stuff. Uh-huh. They'll ditch school and they're like protesting climate change, and I was seeing there like, it just feels very, I don't know if this is going to be controversial, but very hypocritical. I'm like, Oofed. what are you doing for climate change? All these people out here trying to force the government to do make changes and to help climate change. So I'm like, what are you guys doing for climate change? You're out here protesting like um, they're you're... protesting so the government knows that and what about all them? these people they're need going to home, do stuff. they're driving their cars home. Then they're using plastic if straws. If there is enough public, if there is enough public something, public like people want to do stuff and like are there going, we need you to do stuff. The government's going to be pressured to do it. Yeah, but that's not the point, obviously. But this message was, "Hi, I'm Miranda, and I'm 14. On March 15th, I went to the climate change strike in the city, and it was one of the best things I've done. I felt so empowered. But when I got to school the next day, people were saying that I just did it for a day off, and it's so dumb to go." So basically, everyone was making fun of me for going. What are your opinions? Did you go? Do you think it's a waste of people's time? Do you actually? Do you think it's actually doing anything? Listen to all the podcasts. I love you both. Thanks, Miranda. Love you too. Um, Let's start off. And then we I felt kind of bad when I heard this. There. No, neither of us went. But I'm like. But I would have gone if I could. Would you have gone there? Hmm? Well, no, because it's kind of far away, and I don't. I don't go to school, whereas you do. Okay. Because <laughs> um, okay. my initial thing was like, oh, that's so cool that people are doing stuff, but I'm like. They're getting so angry, like, you're not doing care at all, do stuff for climate change. I'm like, what are you doing yourself for climate change? They're protesting to show their support and wanting pressure, no. like I said before. Yes, but the, the metro... You don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're going what green. Is... Maybe they're... Green? <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. But I'm saying, I know some of the people that are doing... I'm like, they're not doing anything themselves. 
Okay, but at least they're doing that. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, it's be- I guess it's better than nothing, but the exactly. point is, I feel like if you're going to tell other people to do stuff about it, including the government, you should be doing stuff, making an active change yourself. I just know if I went myself, I would feel kind of hypocritical because I, like, I'm conscious of it, but then I go and buy disposable coffees. Um, I throw away the plastic c- cup and all this stuff when I could be taking a keep cup and all these other things I could be doing, but I'm not. Yeah, fair, but at least they're doing something, you know what I mean? And it's like these kids, at least they're showing what they want. Like, I don't know, it's very empowering. But do they want to, or are they just getting a day off school? No. Well, no, but when she, when I read her email and she said, I felt so empowered, then I could see the benefit. Because I'm like, if you come away from this feeling empowered, then I guess it will motivate you to care more and exactly. to do more stuff in your own time. And that's, it's also there oh. to show people, other people who are sitting at home or doing nothing and empowering them as well. And it spreads awareness because exactly. like I just said, I know nothing about climate change, but these people are like, yes, climate change. Oh, thank God. Okay. I'm glad we could end this discussion now because <laughs> I didn't want to argue. Okay. <laughs> okay. I get it. I'm glad you get it. No, Should on we- the topic of scary situations to find yourself in. Oh, God. Have you ever had, like, a professional massage? Oh, God. Yes. Oh, really? How was it? Yeah, I've had, like, massages and, like, gone to the physio and stuff. Oh. And, like, that. So it's always been my dream to have, like, a legit massage, like a body massage. Oof. When, like, me and my sister used to have car rides... And we'd be like, all right, we'll do five minutes each, like, scratching each other's backs. I used to love that when friends used to sleep oh, over. We used to oh, scratch oh. each other's back at night and then, yeah. like, swap. Oof. And then Oof. I have this one memory. Like, put each other um, to sleep. When I was in... That's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> no, once I was in drama class, like, in year nine or something, and I, I used to always do this to people until they grew up and, like, understood they were being played. And there was these two girls, right, that I was friends with, and I said to them, we're just, like, sitting there bored, and I was like, hey, let's have a competition. Oh my so God, you can, I remember this. So you can ha- do like the better massage. And everybody would just like, there, shut up. No, they yes, didn't. They okay, would. well, this specific memory, they both did it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is really hard. Maybe you should do it now. And what I do is you say, like, you would say, um, do you really want them to beat you at massaging? Oh, do you want to lose to them? And then be like, no, fine, I'll do it. And I think give you a it massage. worked once for you. Okay, <laughs> That's, I'm holding on to this moment. So when I get to Thailand, I'm like, okay, no, not Thailand. Vietnam, I'm like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity to have a massage because they're cheap, they're everywhere. Um, so basically, I spent lots of the time looking out for a place I could get a massage. And I was kind of scared because sometimes you hear about these rumors of people having like happy ending massages oh, and they start to like, my God. like, I know lots of people, I know lots of people deliberately try and get one, but, um, sometimes you sign up for them without knowing. And I was like, if I go to a sketchy one, I won't be able to, like, I mean, this might happen to me, but anyway, I was trying to provide, find a professional one, but this one day I was walking around, I was really tired and my back had been really sore. I don't know why. Probably from the rabies. Or that's the it. That's it. Exactly. So I was like, you know, this is my chance. I'm going to try to get a back massage. Love back massage. Yeah. But it was raining outside. I was slipping everywhere and I was like, I don't have time to find a proper massage place. I'm just going to go to the next one I see. So mm-hmm. I walked down this road and on the left I see like this neon sign. It's like foot, back, neck. And oh I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm like, I mean, it looks kind of sketchy. And I walk up and there's like a menu outside on a sign and it says everything in the prices. And I look inside, it's dark. It's like pitch black inside. I'm like, okay, sometimes they have bad electricity here. Um, so I look at the menu and immediately a girl comes out of the store and she's like, hi, you like this? I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. And she's like, what do you want? You want neck, back, full body? And I'm like, 
um, I'm probably back. And she's like, okay, come in, come in. And I, so at this point, I have like no choice. And she's like, come in. So I follow her into this massage place, right? And I'm just thinking we'll be down at the front. We'll be like sitting on a chair. It'll be fine. She'll just give me a casual back massage. But instead, she starts leading me up, leading me up some stairs. Like we pass the feet massage seats. And we go up the stairs to this little oh room God, where there's like two massage As beds. As if you didn't run out. Well, no. At this point, I'm like, okay, it's Vietnam. You're like, you don't know. I've never had a massage. So I didn't know how it was going to work. Um, but we get to this room and there's two beds there. And I'm thinking there might be some ambient music playing. No. There's oh no window. God. It's it's like dark and there's no sound. Oh and I'm like, stop. okay. So she goes, all right, take off, take off. I'm like, take off what? What do I have to take off? I don't know how this works. <laughs> so I take off my t-shirt. No, my jumper. She's like, take off. So I take off my shirt. And then she's like, okay. I'm like, phew, okay. Just my, just my shirt and my jumper. And I lie down on the bed and she starts. I'm like, okay, this is fine. But can I say, those whole things are so painful. Like, I've got a pretty big Adam's apple and I don't know if that's just it. But my Adam's apple is like squeezing into the bed and I'm like... <laughs> The whole time I'm like choking because my Adam's apple isn't fitting down the hole. But she comes up down the side and crawls like onto my back. She's got one leg either side. She's on the she's on the table. I'm like, I don't think she'd get on the table. She's basically on top of me at this point. And she was quite a large lady, like probably the biggest Vietnamese lady I'd seen there, to be honest. And she's just like sitting on my legs. And suddenly she drops forward. She grabs her elbows and just sticks them into my back. And just starts pulling them against my back. And I'm like, this is the most painful thing I've ever experienced. I'm like cringing into the hole. Like, oh my God. I would have run out of there. She like, she's just lying like flat on top of me with her <laughs> elbows. Just like digging. And I'm like, what is going on? I, want, I, chose, I just wanted... I chose relaxation. She's yeah. digging them in like with all her body weight. I just can't believe she's completely on oh, top of you. Oh <laughs> this continues for ages. And then like... She flip, at one point she flips me over and I'm like, oh, what's no. going on? Like, this is just a back massage. I didn't want... And she just starts slapping my forehead. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And then she goes, oh, before I move on, while I was getting the back massage, so she's like sliding her arms, like hands, like against my <gasps> back and like up towards my um, like butt. And like she's, I've got my shorts, unfortunately, but she like starts pushing up my shorts, and with every <laughs> with every slide back, they like move back slightly. I'm like, oh this is where god. she rips off my shorts and for what rapes me. This is it. Like no one knows I'm here. Oh my god! Yeah, um, you haven't told anybody you're oh alone. You're in this little <laughs> attic room with this lady like on top of me. Oh my god! Stop. So I'm sweating. I'm in pain. But fortunately, we get through that, and she flips me over, and she goes, "How old are you?" Oh my god! And I'm like, "How old am I?" Um. 19. I pretend I'm 19 just because I'm like, it's a bit better than 18. And she's like, how old are you? I'm like, 19. And she goes, no, how old are you? I'm like, my age. And she goes, yes, 19. And she's like shaking her head laughing like, no, 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 no. How old are you? And I say like one more time, I'm 19. And she's like, oh, no. And I'm like, look, I don't know what you're saying. I, I, I'm 19. What, what do you want? I'm like, what is she asking me my age for? Um, so then she's like, like and at this, at this point it's bad because I'm lying face up so I can't like hide my pain. But my face is like, ah. she's, <laughs> she goes like, my arms crying? and she just like starts tugging me off the bed. I'm like, what is, is this a normal massage? And she like starts touching my stomach and I'm like, this is where she reaches down and starts like having a go. Oh my God. 
Oh my god. This is where Stop. it ends. So this is just like sliding on my arms, tugging them really hard, slapping my forehead. And I'm like, oh my god, this is awful. This is the most uncomfortable I've ever been. I, I, I can't. And this it, is it. You're done for. So then she starts like... You're going to become a sex slave. The weirdest part was when she was like sliding her hands like under my, like the side of your body. You know, it's like ticklish. Oh. I'm like, this is not a part where you massage, but she's like tickling. I'm like, oh, I can see my like V appearing. Like at the bottom, yeah. <laughs> near my shorts, I'm like, I can't. I'm just, at this point, I'm just like lying there fragile. I'm like, you know what? If she wants to write me, she can write me. Like, I'm done. I'm, I'm like, I, I can't, can't take it. So then she like bangs my chest with her fist like this. I'm like, oh and at that point, I couldn't hide it in anymore. I was like, Ow. I'm like, sorry, sorry. And she's like, I'm sorry, is it good? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Why really would good. you say well, yes? She's she saying that all the time. She's like, is it good? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's good. No, no, it's not. This is the most and then, horrible thing I've ever finally, been through. Finally, the best moment of my life, she says, okay, done. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. So I put my clothes back on and she's like, you liked it? You liked it? I'm like, I'm just desperate to get out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. Great. Thank you so much. And she's like, okay, tip now. <laughs> oh, great. Now I have to tip her because she thought it was good. So I tip oh, her and then I walk out and I run away and I'm like, get me back it. to my hostel. I need to go. Never getting a again. Yeah, that was that was not not a great not a great time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's something that needs to be like a skit. That's something you see on TV that you're like Ugh. hysterically laughing and you're like, this would never happen to anybody. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, it was awful. And I was so excited for <laughs> my first ever massage. No, nah, don't do it. Oh, don't God. do it. Please let me know if all massages are like this, if I'm just being overactive. You're being no, no massages aren't usually. Like I could I was just like <laughs> Pain the whole time. Oh god. So that was my fun moment in Vietnam. My highlight. <laughs> I would have like booked a plane to get out of there by then. Well fortunately um, I was like leaving the next day, so I was like, see oh ya. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <sighs> so let us know if you've had any weird experiences like that ever at places that you thought you'd be safe or places oh. that you thought you'd be okay at and yeah, it turned yeah. out to be completely crazy. Should we get people to send in Maybe like the most uncomfortable situation you've yes. ever been in. Yes, send in the most yeah. uncomfortable situation yeah. you've ever been and we'll be in. And we like the juiciest yeah. ones. It can be anonymous. Like we will, we won't say your names if unless you don't want, you want us, us to. to. Yeah, unless you want us to, but we won't if you don't want us to. That'd be crazy. That'd be so much fun. I love hearing. I'm watching. I was watching this video last night, and it was like um, the juiciest like family like Ooh. dramas, and Ooh. some of them were crazy. <laughs> really? Like this person like didn't know his father and didn't grow up with his father and then like finally found out his name and he was like part of the Swedish mafia or something like the ringleader oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like okay fair enough <laughs> oh. dust on the top of your head right now can you think of any seriously uncomfortable situations you've been in oh I mean like every every second moment of your life <laughs> no not really uncomfortable <gasps> let bring it up what no 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 tell me no, I just thought about really a serious uncomfortable situation. Oh, oh yeah, that's another. We've got other stuff to talk about. That's serious. I don't know how to bring it up. Probably, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing out of awkwardness yeah, yeah. and um, fear. But maybe the next episode or a couple episodes in, we'll talk about um, sexual assault or stuff like that to do with that and how to keep yourself safe. So yeah. So if you have any questions or need advice on that. 
we not can help but can give you peace of mind I guess and I've been through something so I might talk about that if I'm feeling comfortable on the day but I think that'll be interesting to talk about especially like yeah. this day and age with social media and stuff yeah because that's a huge it's an imp- problem yeah, it's an important topic yeah. yeah and hi to all the parents that are listening <laughs> hey parents um, we found out some mums yeah potentially dads yeah lo- families in the car yeah maybe families in the car we heard that lots of um, adults are listening which is not <laughs> what I expected but hi to you and thanks for listening but if you are enjoying thank you for listening and also don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Spotify and, and leave a review, review and, and also a rate. rating five stars also don't forget to follow us on, on our, our new, new Instagram, Instagram page the undecided Gen Z and so giving you lots of homework this week <laughs> tell your friends Thanks. my yes. favourite thing is when people comment like I've been telling my friends to oh listen oh my god I like, get so happy you sir are my favourite person exactly I'm like um, yes but yeah we're having lots of fun doing this so thanks for listening and we'll see you in episode number 7 also, wait to see if Theo ever comes back alive. Like, maybe oh, they won't be Yeah, we might not tell you. So you better Yeah, no, to- actually, though, send me your prayers, please, and, like, your good thoughts. Because <laughs> I could die. Mm. My mum, last night, when we were talking about it, she started literally, like, welling up at the dinner table. She's like, so you mean you, you could still have oh rabies? Oh, my God, you probably... You could have rabies. And I was like, yes. Oh they my say God, it's, you it's too late. Well, it, I just wanted to be honest with her. Yeah, it but is you'll probably late. be like this. Yeah, mom, the doctor said I've got a couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> and your problem was like crying. Anyway. Well, I could have a couple of weeks. So who cares? If he dies, he dies. I can't Let's wait till see. I am dead and you're, you're listening to this podcast. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Bye, guys. See you on the next episode. <laughs> Hopefully. Bye.